You are listening to the one of us.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at one of usnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. Do you love sci-fi, horror, and fantasy films? Then grab a badge for Otherworlds Film Festival, the country's premier sci-fi film festival. There will be Q&As, panels, parties, and mixers. Rub elbows with up-and-coming and established filmmakers, as well as like-minded filmgoers. Come celebrate our seventh year, December 3rd through 6th, at the Galaxy Highland in Austin, Texas. Badges are now for sale at otherworldsfilmfest.com. That's otherworldsfilmfest.com. All right, before any of you guys ask, I know, you look at this director's name, and you're like, let's see how Chris pronounces this. Well, I goddamn looked it up, and it actually is kind of phonetic, despite the fact it's got an O with, like, a slash through it. It's Andre Overdahl. I'm not saying it pretty, but that's how it's actually pronounced. And there's not a lot of Norwegian directors you might recognize. You probably should recognize this one because he made the cult hit Troll Hunter, the amazing and haunting autopsy of Jane Doe. He made what I think is the best of all of the recent horror movies for kids, scary stories to tell in the dark. And now he's here sending a resume letter to Marvel. <laughs> Dear Marvel, I know you've already made three Thor films. But have you considered rebooting it? You know I'm Norwegian, right? Don't worry, we'll spend half this movie pretending it's not about Thor. Mortal is about Thor. I'm just going to spoil it there. Sorry, am I wrong, guys? Should I not have said that? It's not a very good secret. It's kind of about Thor-ish. It's Ultimate Thor. I mean, the cover of this is a dude with, like, lightning coming down all around him, and it's called Mortal. And you're like, oh, you fooled me because it didn't have the M in front of it how could i have possibly guessed to join us on this voyage into norse mythology or at least this particular version of it i have jordan verily luane hey how's it going and matt hello how's it going mortal stars american actor nat wolf who is a musician who has slowly been edging his way more and more into acting. He was in The Fault in Our Stars. He was in Ashby. He played uh, Light Turner in Death Note, which was not very popular, so I never got around to watching it. Despite how much I was looking forward to that movie, everyone was like, don't watch it. The whole time I was trying to figure out what I knew him from. He plays a guy who, when we meet him, he's like, is this one of these like mildly post-apocalyptic movies that nothing happens for two and a half hours and somebody's really depressed and makes food in the woods and at the end they kind of have a point? No. 
But it starts that way, where he's wandering around the mountains and the rivers and the forests in Norway, clearly a homeless guy, but doesn't seem to know what's really going on. Like, he's shocked when he looks in a mirror at a gas station and sees his his hair is everywhere, and he's got this big beard, and he's like, what the hell? Like, cuts it all off and comes out, and he accidentally somewhat accidentally, kills a young bully who's fucking with him for being a homeless guy. And this leads him down a path of the police starting to hunt him, which, as it turns out, they probably should have just left this motherfucker alone because Guy has powers over heat and electricity and, like, really powerful ones. And whenever he gets emotionally upset or feels frightened, that shit comes out beyond his control. And he ends up meeting a young girl who is, I guess, a social worker? Uh, it she, uh, she seems like a social worker psychologist. She's a clinician that's seeing if he's insane or not. She feels for this guy and believes him that he doesn't mean to do what he's doing. And she's the first one who sees, holy shit, this guy can actually do stuff people aren't supposed to be able to do. And realizes, I'm going to hitch my horse to that wagon. <laughs> I know I would. <laughs> We're going to go across the world. She's clearly trying to save him because she seems to have failed with a previous client. It's not just, oh, electric dude, but that certainly doesn't hurt. I'm being flippant. I'm sorry. Facetious, oh, if you okay. will. <laughs> but either way, if it was me, I'd be like, you and me were buddies. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> There is a potential plot hole in this and that her continued involvement is hazardous to her and she knows it, but I'm with you. I think if I got a piece of a extraordinary one of a kind supernatural event, I would want to see it through. I also have (laughs) the commentary like Norwegian cops. So chill. Yeah. (laughs) Like if this, if this was an American set, this would have gone so different. (laughs) Would have been a lot shorter. There's a lot of cops who are just like, Oh, he's a God. Oh, you don't see that every day. We shot at him and it didn't work. Maybe we should stop. As this evolves and as it becomes more and more, the people of Norway start to believe that he is the reincarnation of Thor. I started couching it in my head in terms of like, well, what would happen in like other countries? Like here would be like, I guess the primary figure is Jesus, right? But Jesus doesn't shoot lightning out of his fingers. Not as cool as Thor. I would probably still be Catholic. If yeah, Jesus yeah, pretty much powers. that would convince me to stay in Catholicism as I was growing wow, yeah. up. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah, you passed the communion wine. Maybe it was just a misunderstanding. You're just going to worship any wizard of over seven levels? If I had a hammer, I'd blast all you mortals. I'd destroy you utterly. See, that'd be worth going to Midnight Mass for. The moment in this when it really gets mythological worked so good. Yeah. Like I, f- I felt that like intensely when they when they finally do the thing. Yeah. Um, There's an archaeological moment that I was like, yes, please. I wish this had happened earlier in the film. But much earlier. I yeah. am with you. Yeah, when we get to that big <laughs> discovery, it is rather cool. I wanted to get with this movie, and I was kind of halfway there. I think this movie plods along. It actually does a couple things more than once. At one point, he, like, walks out of jail and then turns himself back in. It does become repetitive at some point. We've done this already. Y'all all seem to be on that page, and I agree with you. It does 
take longer than it needs to. But I was never bored by this at all. I was like, okay, I see everything that you're doing, and it's clear the direction you're going, but I'm kind of a Thor fanboy, so I was just like, oh, okay. I love Thor, too. I mean, not just specifically the Marvel Comics version. No, either. no, no. I, no, no. Like, I yeah. am talking straight up Norse mythology. <laughs> My biggest issue with that isn't that, like, I was bored, exactly. It's just, we have, like, four separate incidences where he is panicked and loses control of his powers. Now, I get why you have a scene like that, because you demonstrate the breadth of his powers. Because we've talked about he has electric powers, he has lightning powers. He literally can manipulate storms. He knocks a helicopter out of the air by creating a storm around it, among other things. I mean, there's no hiding what he's supposed to be, pretty much right off the bat. But then we do that, like, multiple times. And I get that they're trying to show you, like, maybe his power scaling up. But we don't have to do that. You can do one or two of those and then do him doing a couple defibrillations, <laughs> like he does later, where he raises a kid. Essentially, they're working on him, you know, doing the CPR thing because they don't have a defib. And he just walks up and lights up a kid and he's okay, great. Now that actually is the hand of God. Uh, at least a God. When you get to the end, which is really what would have happened in any other movie in the middle of the second act, you're like, why would you end this right at that point other than going, give me the money to make another one? The whole thing, movie has built to this point. This is only 93 minutes. I think it could have gotten away with a two-hour movie if from that point on shit just goes fucking in batshit insane, which it is about to. Yeah, I agree. This movie feels very incomplete. Truncated. But I will say, this movie is well acted. I really like Nate Wolf. See, that's where we differ, Jordan, because I thought he's the weakest part of this whole film. I was about to get to who I really liked, and that was Ibeen Ackerley as Christina. I thought she was absolutely the best thing about this movie. This is her redemption. Like, this isn't just, like, a love story. I mean, it's basically Thor. She's Natalie Portman. It's a romantic action film. I would 100% call this a love movie in that sense. Okay, fair. She is really good. She's my favorite performance. I'll put on my overthinking hat. I think there was an intended conflict here where there would be some conflict as to if he would willingly take up the mantle. And the problem mm -hmm. is the religious awe in the movie works so well that yes. you never feel that. He seems really troubled in the first half, but then when he sees the stuff, when he sees the way forward, his eye lights up. This movie would have been so much better if they had spent so much more time on that. Like, it should have opened with people discovering a cave filled with ancient runes and a mysterious hammer. Eric is a phenomenon. He's the case file. I would have made Christine the protagonist and really have her be the point of view character. Mm -hmm. She's also a much better actress. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't think he was bad, but he was just playing a confused hiker. He's not a protagonist. He doesn't make any decisions. Things happen to him. Even that final decision we're talking about is kind of out of his hands. It's a yeah. response to something else. I speak on that from my authoritative position as a director of zero films. <laughs> None of which were troll But hunter. from a narrative point, it, it makes sense. But. I'd be happy to spend more time with her because I liked her in uh, Lake of Death. She was in that. Yeah. That's where I recognized her from. Holy shit. I would have liked yeah. it if it ended with him going, I am Thor. And she looks up and goes, you're Thor. I'm Thor. Thor can't walk. Anyway, let's go to final thoughts. Jordan? This movie would have been a perfect 10 out of 10 if it turned out he turned the frog door. And also, <laughs> of course, this movie is realistic in that America gets involved and things go to shit. 
this movie was pretty enjoyable. I personally had some pacing issues, just more so with how repetitive some of the events felt. But I thought the writing was very good. I just wish it was a bit tighter. Again, the movie does feel incomplete, but the performances are really good. And the effects are actually top-notch. His burn makeup when he burns his hands, I did I did the family guy. That was pretty intense. Yeah. I do recommend this movie. Just know you might feel wanting more after it. That said, I will give it seven and a half out of 10 those weird European police sirens. Luane. I actually, when I moved to the U.S., got in a fight with a kid here about what police sirens sound like because those are what I was used to. <laughs> what an arbitrary thing to fight about. We were like playing some stupid game. One of us was driving a police car and making a siren noise and there was a dispute over that's not what they sound like and it just kind of went from there. It was weird. But anyway, none of that is super important to this. This movie is fine. I wanted more out of it. You know, we've talked before about how the end needs to kind of shift it in and maybe we need a little more at the end where he either becomes like the monster that has to be defeated or he has to, you know, become heroic, whatever. Something other than, oh, here's the end of the movie. Surprise. Okay. So I'm watching the prequel. It reminded me a lot of Brightburn in terms of the amount of setup to pay off. I mean, sure. obviously he's a much more benevolent character than the kid in Brightburn, but. <laughs> it's fine. It looks good. I mean, they seem to have shot in Norway and. Even though everything is pretty much gray in varying shades, it still looked pretty cool. Performances, Wolf is fine. I mean, in some sense, don't give him a lot to do, which is, I think, another thing that kind of makes the ending sort of disappointing. Like, here are some opportunities for him to really get into it. And even then, those decisions are taken out of his hands. And I like Eben Ackerley. She was fine in the other movie we saw her, and I was happy to see her in this one. I would like more something. I don't know if it's another one of these or, or whatever. This felt almost like a pilot, which wouldn't break my heart if there was a short series about this. But anyway, I'm I'm rambling at this point because there's only so much to say that we haven't already said. Three out of five hammer holsters. Matt! I liked what I liked a lot, and so I'm inclined to be forgiving toward it. I liked how there was like a mythology that implied that the Thor was a person like him. I, I guess we haven't explicitly said that his powers hurt him. He has trouble controlling them. And so the resolution of the movie sees that he finds some... I laughed because I was like, oh, it's Ogre Gauntlets in a belt of hill giant strength, right? <laughs> but like, he finds some trappings that help him focus his powers and actually use them. I thought that was really cool. And it implied that there's this whole, what we call gods were some kind of, you know, that they had the X gene, if you will. I thought that was neat implied mythology without doing a screen crawl, you know? I liked the dynamic between the two leads. I really liked the older guy that played the head cop, but I can't find his credit. And I liked the um, dad of the bully and the interaction between those two older men. It was something that would have been different in like an Americanized production because that resolution is ultimately actually kind of sweet and pacifistic. The only thing that really, really struck a bad note for me, the lady that is the American hatchet man. Priyanka Bose. Her lines had a pretty strong, like a Swedish accent almost. She seemed like a available person that they grabbed. And I'm like, well, the part's kind of important. And she doesn't have... Look Norwegian. I mean, she's from India. I don't know what a Norwegian or an American looks like, right? I, I guess they could be any race but she lacked military veracity she la she just kind of took me out of it whenever she did anything yeah their whole idea was basically in the name of national and world security so that the religious people around the world don't go crazy 
Uh, we're going to do an Eric Cartman and just poke this dude with a stick. <laughs> One hopes a person wouldn't do that. There's a little bit of Swiss cheesiness to the plot. Uh, uh, Scandinavian food joke, anybody? Too far from Norway. Okay, don't laugh. Fine. <laughs> but um, this is to mainline superherodom what Tangled Web is to Spider-Man fandom, right? Magical realism, if that's your thing. This is definitely good enough for you to watch. And I would give it six and a half. I guess he was worthies. As much as I can go through this and point out all the things I think are wrong with it. And we pointed out a lot of those. One thing I'll say, like, whereas I did like the physical effects, I thought the lightning effects were terrible. They looked like they filmed a Tesla coil close up and just inserted it, which is not what lightning looks like coming from the sky. Okay, that looks terrible. But the physical effects, the idea of him gradually getting more and more burned and some of the other gore that happens in it. It's not very gory, but, you know, some of the death stuff is cool. I think all the actors are pretty good with the exception of Priyanka Bose, who may just have been really badly miscast. And she certainly was terribly written in a sort of, well, I guess we got to have an antagonist in here somewhere. She would be like crossbones in the Marvel films. You're like, oh, here's this minor antagonist who we're not even sure why they're doing what they're doing or know much about them at all. But they're doing it because we need an antagonist in this scene. It's kind of what she's like. I mean, really, this is man versus himself or God versus himself as it were, as his biggest enemy is indeed his lack of understanding of his own powers. I don't think Nat Wolf is terrible, but man, you could have done so much better. I mean, why did you even get an American for this part? That makes no fucking sense. Why would you cast an American as Thor in a movie made, written, and directed by people from Norway and filmed in Norway? Why would you do that? I've just... Blows my mind trying to understand what that was all about. This is... A film that I kept going, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh. And by the end, it was like, I was actually mad that it ended where it was because you got me. I'm in. I'm excited to be watching this movie. Like, this is a cool third act. I can't wait to see how this ties up. And the film's like, well, and just like that, (laughs) the money ran out. So see you guys later. Maybe we'll get money for another one. And you know what? Kind of fuck you. And I love this director. I've really enjoyed everything he's done. And I think this is exceptionally well shot. I mean, that's not one of those things like just being nice. It really is. It's sumptuous. It looks gorgeous. You know, I mean, yes, problems with effects but at points. But man, just he shot the shit out of this fucking thing. And you're shooting Norway. Major advantage. Balls in your court right there to begin with. But... I think there's a lot of people who are really genuinely going to like this a lot. And there's a lot of people who are just going to be like, well, that was a waste of my time. I suspect if you're a huge Marvel fan, Marvel film fan, and I am for sure. But I think if you're one of those people, like that's a big part of your life. The odds are going to tip towards this maybe isn't for you because it teases that it's that kind of movie more than it is at all. And I think if you really are like, eh, for those movies, this is like the art school version kind of sort of of a, a Thor origin story. But, you know, your results may vary. Who am I to say? I did like it. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> I'll watch the next one, assuming there is one. And I'm gonna give it six and a half out of ten frogs that are struck by lightning that do the exact same thing when anyone else is struck by lightning. Yes. Wow. 